Welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? We are the podcasting equivalent of a dump on a bus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the, is it hidden? It's or hidden. is it like, is it in the door when you walk on? It, it's, it's just um, right it's, beside the driver's it's, door. It's hidden somewhere on the bus. Nobody knows where, and it's a warm day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So the reason I, I use that terminology is, and I um, I'm, I I want to have a small rant about professionalism at the in work. Oh my god, is okay. this a rant? Is this a rant for the pod or is this a rant for afterwards? It's kind of a rant for afterwards, but I think I can right. try and dance around this. Can you still, summarize? Still I can still summarize, right? Be so, brief. I can still be brief. So so basically, I work um, I work in an organization that has loads of different other parts of organizations and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. There's loads of different teams, and there's all oh, how fascinating tra- transferring projects from one team to another is always you know in anything like this. It's I, I work for Amazon, okay? Yeah, okay, <laughs> and, right. And transferring one project from the smaller team to Amazon to a big team in Amazon, it's not Amazon, but it's similar. Right. Um, okay. Cool. Is always a problem. Now, the bigger teams are bigger, slower. They do massive multi-million pound projects. And we're a smaller, more agile team. And we take risks and we trial things. And it's often quite telling, you know, when you transfer what is your baby, your small project, onto the bigger teams. And you kind of want them to have the same love and care for the project that you did before. Right. Of course, in engaging with some of the bigger teams with Amazon, um, you realize that they just don't care as much. And to give a quote for one individual, which blew me away, we jumped on a call with them. We said... Um, his I, I said uh, good morning, um, good morning, Tom. How how's, his name isn't Tom. I've totally changed his name. I've right, okay. Everyone, don't worry. Um, I, I get this premise, mate. Don't m- worry. Mor- mor- <laughs> morning, Tom. How's it going, Tom? And Tom was on the call with um, a few other people that I work with. Um, and he goes, oh yeah, you know, fine. It's all. I'm one of my colleagues was on the call. You know him, big lad. Um, you know the big Scottish one. Oh yeah, and, um, that's me. No, no, no yeah. <laughs> not me. Uh. I'm fucking huge, mate. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I'm an absolute machine. You, you need to. We need to talk about that afterwards. Actually, um, been I, shredding Rob <laughs> McElhenney style. The um, so um, so we're on this call. Hi, Tom. How's it going? Tom's response was, "Yeah, you know, nearly one day closer to the weekend. Nearly the weekend, and it just that just sets the tone for this team." And my mate, the big one, was like. It's Tuesday. Ah! <laughs> it was just like, oh god. And the, and the the dump quote was, we were like trying to dial somebody else into the call, and Tom was like, it was, it was a fairly professional call. We we're all being pretty professional talking about this, and I said, Tom, can you just dial in someone else, one of your other teammates? And he's like, yeah, let me have a look. And he was he couldn't get Skype open. He's like, apologies, I can't get Skype open. Now. Oh, my Skype's just taking a dump. So uh, apologies. <laughs> and I'm like, mate, this is this is horrendous. Um, so, so that's been that's been happened to me recently, um, but but it's been fun. I've been quite tense this week for that and another different reasons. Right. Okay. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been all right. It's been much less busy actually than um than I have been for the last month. So it's been quite nice to have a little have a You've little got a chill to be off honest. As well, don't I you? do. Um. No, yeah. Relatively. Weekend. Re- relatively so this this weekend and next weekend uh currently don't have any any projects in the diary so i, I might actually you know go out for a walk mm. get some fresh air mm. something like that so you know i'm, I'm looking forward to it. it's, all, it's also it's all it's also half term at school actually so i might i don't know pop up to scotland for a few days i don't know I haven't decided oh, yet very very good um, that's uh so well, during half term i take it it's none of you still don't continue to teach from home you're just 
You're just well, I mean, saying. I don't teach that much from home uh, anymore, to be honest. I mean, pretty much everything's opened up now. But all the schools so and like service teaching that I do, um, that that's all off now. So mm. I've got a few private students um, that, to be honest, I can just choose to not teach if I want to. Mm. And just be like, mm. yeah, no, nah, you're not getting a mm. lesson this mm. week. Just, you know, because otherwise I'd just be teaching all the time because a lot of my private students are like, oh, no, I'm, and we'll see you every day over oh, the holidays. Really? Yeah. Over the holidays. And then my bank account is like, yes, please. Yeah. And, my, and, and, my, and my work-life balance is like, um, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> so, That's, yeah, uh... still struggling with that one. And how's Les Mis? You, you had a few more opportunities, didn't you, since your, your first one? Oh, it's just fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Did so, you did so you give good. a summary of how you did? Yeah, we talked about it last Yeah, we did. We yeah. did get, do, do a good summary. I'm keen, yeah. It's We it, talked about it, it in person great. as well, didn't we? We that, did that as, it. That was we, we, we did as well. Work, yeah. And I'm just I'm just really grateful to just have it in my like variety at mm. the moment. Because I'm not doing it all the time. I'm not I'm not gonna be doing it that regularly. I've done I've done a couple now over the la- over the last couple of weeks, and it's not it's not like it's not like I can rely on one a week or even sure. like one a month or something, but I just like the fact that it's there. And at some point I'm going to get called up and say, oh, do you want to come do Lema's ne- next week? I want a day off. And I'm going to be like, yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And just go on and do that. And I just really like having that just like in my pocket at some point. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. It's, it's fantastic. Be- better than a, a pile of poo and wee in your pocket, isn't it? Yeah. Or all the bus. things. A bus in your pocket. Is that a Ooh. canoe in your pants? Is that a double decker? Is that a Western? What's the, who makes them? It's Volvo now, isn't it? Volvo make the buses in uh, London, at Alex. Do they? Don't they? Yes. No. Yes. No, but you're Volvo. absolutely wrong on all those kinds because it's actually an F-14 fighter jet in my pocket, mate. Mm. Oh, very, very good. Well, I was going to do a, one more little bit of fun chat before we get into the movie this week. But no, that, that 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 was a pre-segue segue. Oh, I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't forcing the issue. Um, Don't worry. I just well, thought I'd just remind you know, me of one tease. Extra. By the way, moving forward this week is. Fucking chockers. Oh, fantastic. I've got loads of stuff. Um, That's amazing. So, and I've got, uh, this is, but before we get on to, and I've got loads of facts as well for the movie. Uh, but actually, this is one point to say up top as well. You, we've been doing this show for a couple of years. Never did I ever think that the film that we would have the most amount of facts for would be Top Gun. <laughs> I have so many facts. Wait, wait, hang on. But see if you can guess what this is. I'm gonna right, go on. I really hope I can do this. Can you still hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's doing well. Oh, it's doing well. What's that? Can you see what I've got there? It looks like a... Is that moonshine? No, it's not moonshine. (laughs) What is it? Oh, my God, it's doing it. It's really doing it. It's doing what it said it would do. I've... Oh, is that (gasps) bloody... Oh my god, it's got a tentacle coming down! Maddie cannot see this. I want to see. Is that kombucha? It is! It's, I'm oh brewing, my god. I'm brewing my own kombucha. Oh my god, that? you're so basic. I love it. It's good, isn't it? Hang on, I'm going to take a photo of something that is absolutely honking in it. There's a, it's got a tentacle coming down. Oh, can Maddie. you tell me what is kombucha? So it's fermented tea. Look at this. Hang on, I'm sending you a photo now. Ladies right. and gentlemen, imagine a large jar. Oh, I don't even have my phone with me. I get your phone. Imagine a large jar with a, some sort of... or Oh, I can, oh it's bogging. It stinks. It's um, a large jar with some sort of like lard-based substance that's at the top of it. But um, And, and it's 
thick, and that's called the scoby. So that is a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. And basically you brew a massive pot of tea and then you, you put this like yeast bacteria in it and you leave it for 10 days and it and it kind of sorts it all out and then eventually some lovely kombucha comes out the end of it. But I that generally looks like that genuinely looks like a jar on a shelf in a lab. It is this is bogging. I mean, it's going to be amazing because it's the thing that I was worried about was it apparently if you like contaminate it, that it gets grows mold and stuff, but it's not done that. Oh, great. Well, congrats, oh I suppose. God. That has thrown me. I might have to edit this bit out. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Kombucha aside. We are not. Oh, it stinks as well. Like, we are. Oh, I'm going to try and get this back. Alex, we, of course, are not a kombucha podcast. We, are, of course, are music and movies. Can you do this bit? Because I'm trying to put this back. Yeah, well, we're, well, we're absolutely not a kombucha minging tentacly jar of shit podcast. Mm-hmm. We are a mu- music and movies Could podcast. Could you imagine if I dropped that? That would be... It, uh, you, it you would, would never come out. Well, you'd go death through the sound of me laughing hysterically. <laughs> Genuinely, Pour I would find that absolutely kombucha. hilarious. But it's the fact that you said that it smelled atrocious. It sinks me. And obviously, obviously, we've got like a, a nice lossless audio connection here, and I can see you on Zoom. And just the <laughs> fact that I'd be watching you live, experiencing this, and I'm safe and sound in my little flat, not experiencing any of it. Like, like I, get your I own would, back. <laughs> yeah, the sadist in me would absolutely love it. And and I know that for the next month, I'd hear nothing but like I, I still can't go into that second room because it smells. It, it it won't come out. It it won't come out. <laughs> but we are, of course, a music and movies podcast. And each week, we're going to talk to you about some of... I mean, this the thing is about this movie is this is... Um, it's almost like... You know how you get comedy rock songs? Yeah. Or you get kind of like songs that are ridiculous. This is Through the Fire and Flames by Dragon Force of the movie world. Yeah, you're not wrong. Do you know what I mean? No, you're this very is, right about it, that. It's, it's just like... It's, it's too extra. But... It's just, it's got a place. Do you know what I mean? This movie has just got a place. Definitely. And and what I like about this movie, and this movie is, a, this is an incredibly snobby thing to say. Oh, and go I, on. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm happy to it. caveat this there. My experience is the people, the, the people that like this movie or who love this movie are, are you know, are no way like film critics or film people people who consider themselves filmies. Do you know what I mean? This is this is like a movie designed for someone who doesn't really like like film and movies. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, is that is that what it like? I don't it- think you're wrong about that. I don't think you're wrong about that. Except that I think a lot of filmies actually really love this film. But that's the thing. That's the thing. It's I'm not saying it's mutually exclusive. It's not saying no. the non filmies are the only ones that like this film. Because yeah, you're right. Like this film gets a lot of praise, and I I mean like. Up, up top, I, I... It's Top Gun. It's No, but I said that first. I did, did say you? that. Yeah, yeah, I said it because oh, I, I said that. my facts about Top Gun. It's like... It's a really... How do you summarize this movie? I mean, like, what's your thoughts on this movie? Do you like this movie? I, I enjoyed watching it again. I watched it in two parts. Yeah. I, I did a you because I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep too! I fell, I fell asleep, asleep. Yeah. I fell I fell asleep during the sex scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's the moment you, that's you know the moment fact, i fell asleep and i was like right finish this tomorrow but Jesus. you know that that sex scene was like 
added because um, when they were doing showing like test audiences and stuff, there was just wasn't wasn't a sex scene in it. So they were like, "Why is there no sex scene?" So they added it in. Oh my god, that's your like, first seriously, fact, isn't it? Seriously, no, I mean, I've got so many more. Don't even. Mm. That isn't even. That isn't the. That you, you're literally skimming the top off. That's not that's even, not the, even the tip fact. of the kombucha. That's not even the tip of it. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, I, I, I kind of like this is the sort of movie that I'm like. <sighs> It felt like a bit of a chore watching. This is, do you know what this movie was like? It's like, it's like, you know, you've got that one mate who's like absolutely extra. You know that mate that we had at school? You know the one I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. You, do you, know, you know who I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, when I was think in, so. Went to, I met in Australia. Oh, great, yeah. great dude. Yes. It, do you know what I mean? Watching this movie is like going for a night out with him. Do you know what right. I mean? Like ultimately, when you're there, you're like, "This is fun. This is great." But you have to mentally prepare yourself oh, you to do. do it. Do you know no, what I mean? And that's what you've, this you've, is like. You've, you've absolutely hit the nail on the head because <laughs> oh, because I was gearing myself up to watch this, and I was like, "Oh my god, am I about to watch? Am I, am I about to watch Top Gun? Oh Jesus Christ, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, watch Top yeah. Gun!" And then I was watching it, and going, "Oh no, this is great. I love this. Yeah, this is yeah. fantastic." It's um, it's it's. I mean, like. Sorry, I'm I'm still googling this thing. And um, but but the the thing the thing with it is, I I I really admire this this movie for because there's really nothing like it. I mean, like it 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 on its own is a genre. Is that yeah. weird? Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 it on its own is you know fighter plane movies. You know, like and I think this often for um the hunt for the red October as well. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that on its own is like defines submarine movies. You know, maybe a bit of the yeah. Kursk as well. Um, do, do, and I just think that there's like there's like there's places for these really specific. Whereas if you said like Western movies, oh, there's loads of those. If you did, yeah. I don't know, like uh, superhero movies, obviously. But if you were like, yeah, fighter pilot move, fighter jet movies, there's literally Top Gun, or, and I'm sure there is others. Oh no, there are. The yeah, that, this is. The, but like, it's so iconic. Like, I'm, but I think I think it's the fact that they nailed the pitch first first try. That's the thing. I mm. think they made a fighter plane movie, absolutely nailed it first try, and now nobody's made another fighter mm. plane movie. They've they've had, you know, other movies with fighter planes in them, mm. with pilots, and then you you spot the Top Gun in those moments. Right. Yeah. But they're not top gun because it's not you know top gun is the whole package the whole point of it is the flyboy stuff and uh mm. yeah it's very ah oh, well very 80s isn't it? it and it is and it is very 80s so i mean do you mind if i just sort of like really jump jump into this yeah I, i've got i've got so many kickstart so, so many facts but the, the reason why we're doing this this week obviously is because top gun maverick's coming out soon and from what i've heard I've heard it's been very well received. I've heard it's astonishing. Yeah. I've seen so many like 10 out of 10 five star reviews of this thing. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to see this movie. Yeah, I have to see this I too. I have to see this movie. Whereas, it, whereas for months I've been seeing this trailer going, oh my God, Tom Cruise got yeah. himself in, into, a, into a jet and they're calling it a, a Top Gun sequel. Who's asking for this? Why is this a thing? But then maybe that's why it's going to that going to be really good, is because nobody's asking for a sequel to Top Gun, really. Well, Alex, would you like to hear my first fact? All right, go on. A script for Top Gun Two was completed shortly after the release of the film, but it broke down in pre-production because number one, the military's technology had become updated, and they didn't want camera crew anywhere near the new aircraft. And number two, 
Tom Cruise did not want a sequel and finally agreed to star in one for a very high amount that was deemed unaffordable. The script followed the further adventures of Maverick as an instructor at the Top Gun Academy, the twist being a cocky female uh, reminiscent of himself joining the team. So, right. I, I, and I'm pretty sure that is what this, mo- this new movie is about, is it, is it not? Possibly. I have no idea. The only thing I know about it is that Miles Teller plays Goose's, Goose's son. son. Yeah, Goose, yeah. Goose's son. And I did enjoy watching this original Top Gun and seeing Goose's son sitting on top of a piano while they're singing uh, Great Balls of Great Fire. Balls and I'm like, fire. oh, he's going to grow up and be Miles Teller. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. quite nice. I like that. I didn't think about that now. Actually, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so I've got some other facts, and I, I kind of want to just irk into this one. And, and by God, I've got so many music facts, and we're going to get onto the music of this, because of course oh, we're yeah, a I music can't, and movie. I can't, I can't wait. But, but I do want to set... I do want to give you some scene-setting things that this movie has done. So, um, riding on the back of the film's success, the U.S. Navy actually set up recruiting booths in major cinemas to try and catch some of the adrenaline-charged guys leaving the screenings. They had the highest application rate for years as a result. Now, I want to continue on this fact, right? So, numerous critics complained that the movie largely amounted to a Navy recruitment film. Which, duh, it did. Yeah. The US Navy stated that the film's popularity had resulted in a 500% increase in the number of recruits wanting to enter into their aviation program. Paramount offered to include a Navy recruitment ad on the initial home video release in exchange for debts owed to the US Navy for their co- uh, cooperation. Or, uh, yeah, debts of. Right. However, the ad agency who produced the ads for the US military informed the Pentagon that the movie itself was enough of a propaganda tool and that an official recruiting ad would be redundant. Which is nuts. And, 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 and again... I so can see it as well. So, so, let's, so let's really like dig into the involvement of this because what, what I find fascinating or the kind of the really big thing is, is how ingrained into u.s military culture this this movie is now i talked about the pentagon the pentagon had so much involvement with this movie you know there was advisors script advisors and obviously all the the props and stuff so let me just keep going right so the pentagon charged paramount pictures one point this is disputed i've tried to find out the actual amount but right okay. sources say 1.8 million to use all 1.8 million in the eight in 86 for one film just to use all of their planes and aircraft carriers for the film wow now, now, now that's a fair a fair amount of money right but let me let me dig into some really specific things that that kind of like happened so for the opening scene of the film tony scott so the, the director wanted to shoot the aircraft taking off and landing on the carrier um, uh, and have that backlit by the sun. Yeah. And, and, and you'll agree, you know, we've got Howie to the Danger Zone. I mean, it is epic. That opening sequence is absolutely epic. Yeah, um, yeah. But the carrier captain had changed course of the ship. Again, this is all allegedly. I cannot find this is I, I read this in a couple of different sources. Had right, changed okay. course of the ship. And when Scott asked if the ship could continue on the previous course and speed, he was told that turning the ship would cost twenty five thousand dollars. Scott wow. then wrote the captain a quick check of $25,000 <gasps> at that moment so the ship could be turned and he could keep shooting for another five minutes. Now, according to Scott, and this is where the rumor, I think, falls out, the check actually bounced. Hey. And, and, and I just think that this, that like, what I like about this film is, you know, there's, there's films throughout history where 
There's loads of hearsay. Did this happen? Did this not happen? And stuff. Yeah. This movie is just riddled with those. Absolutely riddled from like yeah. the, the massive, you know, government facing Pentagon lawsuits apparently that were on it for some for some reasons for killing the you know for killing goose apparently there was loads of people that were up in arms about that you know showing that it was what it was and it wasn't safe martin baker which is a uk industry that designed ejector seats um you know they 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 i think made a big statement about this back in the 80s like there's so much controversy that this thing kicked off um from a military perspective, which creates all these myths around it. Yeah, yeah. But then the the controversies don't even stop there because the controversies are also with the music for this. And I have got every... I mean, do you want me to continue on all the music kind of stuff that happened? Or do we want us to talk about the movie for a bit and then go back to the music? What, what do you want to do, mate? Uh, let's, 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 let's go into the movie. Let's okay, go into cool. the movie. Okay. Um, so, I mean, to be honest, as I said, I wasn't that enthused about watching it until i got that opening scene yeah how amazing is it when those jets are taking off and you know that yeah they're, they're, you're they're seeing all the ground and you're seeing all the ground crew doing their stuff as well yeah which yeah, is really yeah, yeah. which is really satisfying to watch actually yeah. there's a, yeah, there's a large like part slick. of me that's like i just love all the like logistics that go into doing something like this and yeah. i do and and i do think just the sheer amazement of like oh yeah no we can we can land super fast fighter jets on a boat mm. no that's mm. pretty cool i um i actually met um oh, i forgot the name of him um to, um captain tom oh not Captain tom um oh it's totally forgot that I'll, I'll find his name this is really embarrassing but he was the uh, he, he was a navy pilot a uk navy pilot and he still to date holds the record for the most amount of takeoff and landings um, Captain Brown, um, oh, Winkle, Eric Winkle Brown, Captain Eric Winkle Brown is his name. Right. Winkle's his sort of call sign was was Winkle, but he is the 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 most prol- you know prolific um, carrier pilot in history. He's taken off and landed, and he 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 genuinely said. I remember meeting him, and he was a very old man. World War Two, you know, used to he was the guy who used to go behind enemy lines and take German Messerschmitts and fly them home so they could deconstruct them and find out what you know where the weak parts and oh, stuff. Bloody were. Just an absolute, you know, just an a hero and he was he he said that when you know top gun came out he went to see it loads he just loved it and they invited him out to the production and stuff and oh but, but you're right like it is just amazing when you watch them do this like the the fact that we as engineers and you know as 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 society and humans and stuff can just do that sort of thing do you know what yeah. i mean it is just like fucking yeah hell. but also hand in hand with this with the visuals and you know that the epicness of the opening sequence we've got kenny loggins yeah we do we do we've yeah. got H- highway to the danger zone is it just called danger zone or is that highway to danger zone is that what's um, the name of the actual track i will bring it up because i've got loads of facts um it's just called danger zone amazing and what i'll do is I'll, I'll filter in the little musical fact and trivia throughout if you want or do you want it now oh, we, yeah, we, well yeah i mean if it's tell, relevant tell me, to the track me. that we're talking about um, i mean go on, yeah, go go on. on. no you tell me your thoughts no you go first no you oh okay first. okay no, thanks go. okay no, thanks no, 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 you <laughs> and as soon as it started i was like oh my god be more 80s mm. and then mm. also like oh my god this this is an absolute vibe of a movie and then every song that came on afterwards i was just like Oh my god! There was no such thing as too much back then, was there? I disagree with you, mate. I think they could have went much more, and the reason why is because some of the bands and some of the artists that didn't get included 
will rock your socks. Oh like, right, well I can't. So, hear, I can't wait to hear about that. So, so, so Kenny Logan's Danger Zone um, was not actually the first choice. So, so right. it was. It was the, and and the two songs. So, Take My Breath Away and and Danger Zone. They were two songs that were so. Um, Take my breath away, specifically by Berlin, I think it is. Yeah. They, that song was written for a movie. Doesn't matter what movie. It was written for to be used in a movie. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what you know. Back in the day, this is what Hollywood. I'd, I'd imagine still today. Yeah. You know, rather than design choosing an artist and stuff, this movie was written specifically to be included in a movie. Um, and there's loads of loads of examples of movies where it nearly was in. And I don't want to get into it, but Danger Zone. Was a bit of a last-minute one for this because apparently, um, the first choice was Toto and um, uh, REO Speedwagon were the were the two groups that were considered before Kenny Loggins was. Oh, now again, like they are so eighties as well. Like, to, yeah, imagine yeah. an epic Toto song is like. I think that would have even taken it further. Yeah. But do you know that? And hang on, I'm trying to find the other one. Do you know? Do you know the original? Um, just before the film started production, one of the producers announced that they wanted to use Bruce Springsteen's "Born in the USA" just at the sunrise section. You know, when when, when we um, oh, when you oh get right, the, do, do, do you know what do you know what I mean? Just um, just to it, and but they they couldn't secure that song, and that's right. why I mean, like this could have went mental. Like this could have been so eighties. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think. Because I, I was thinking about this, and I've been listening to uh, 80s kind of ma- big playlist on Apple Music recently. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I've just I've just had a I've just had a 80s vibe in the last few weeks, and none of these songs, more or less. There's a there's a couple of them, but for the most part, none of these songs are on that playlist because it's like there's there's like a different brand of 80s stuff. There's like there's like your ahas yeah, and yeah, your yeah, yeah. totos and your other stuff in there that has very 80s sounding thing but then there's top gun 80s stuff where i'm hearing this music and then i'm just i just have to blanket assume that everyone on camera as soon as they go off camera they're going to snort some coke yes yeah 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 and and that that very much is the vibe of the movie it's just and all of it i just i i just firmly believe that from anyone involved just everyone's filming this movie while high on coke they're gonna go and take some more coke and they're like danger zone danger zone well but you're not wrong right so can i so let's unpack that a little bit because you've actually got you've actually got two different before you go any further though the reason why you're having an 80s vibe have you been playing the gardens of the galaxy game Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, that'll be it. Because uh, I went, I went, I thought so. Do you know why? Because I went through a big eighties vibe when I finished that game. How epic is the huddle up sequences? Oh, they're so good. It's yeah, such yeah, a great yeah, yeah. game, and and again, like the soundtrack is also really, really great. And there's there's loads of cool stuff. But to 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 go on, and I and I've got a theory, and the reason why I've got a theory is because um one of the sort of the artists who helped write the music for this movie is Giorgio Moroder. Now, he's he's. His name is Giovanni Giorgio, but right. his friends call him Giorgio. Now, which Giorgio. Is, which is a quote from the Daft Punk's um, Morador, which is the fourth track from Random Access Memories, which was released in 2014, which is kind of like Daft Punk's last album. It's their jazz, um, you know, European funk 80s sort of album. Quite honestly, one of my most favorite albums. I, I, oh, it's, it's, a it's, it's, it's a masterpiece. It's really brilliant. Now, Giovanni Giorgio... Is and he even explains this in the song that he does with Daft Punk that he's come from like the German techno club synthesizer scenes, and 
you basically have described, Alex, the American 80s techno scene and the European techno scene. Right. And I think a lot of Top Gun, whilst it's a very American film, the undertones are actually come from a lot of European style of music. Okay. So, so and, and it goes on. So Tom, Tom Whitlock, who wrote the majority of the songs, um, the lyrics to the songs, was, was a mechanic who worked with uh, Moradors on his like Italian sports cars and stuff. So these right. two have known each other for a while. And just it's a very kind of quite an authentic sound that actually comes from a lot of the music. And I, and I genuinely, you know, I, I guess I go back to the Toto and Rio Speedwagon. I think they would have created almost like a kind of a cheesy version of this yeah. soundtrack. Whereas this, and I, I, I can't quite put my finger on it, but the word I want to use is it's actually quite an authentic soundtrack. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it, it just, it feels right. It's like, it's like watching a cassette player work in, in, in slow motion. You just feel it. It just works really well. Um, and it slides in. I, I think, I think it's, I think it's well, I think a good score. I think, it's I think a there's a lot good. of I think there's a lot of uh, benefit and hindsight wrapped up in that because I I yeah, do no, no, think yes, I, agree, I do I, I do think the song choices of this movie are, go hand in hand with the movie and I don't think you can have one without the other at this point. And what I'm really interested in is is it going to be the same vibe in the new one, or is it going to have a different soundtrack is it oh, going to be a good point actually yeah is it going to be a different era is it going to be a different era of music because i don't know if i could watch a um uh 21st century movie with a kenny loggins um soundtrack do you know what i mean that's a really good i you know i obviously we're moving to music prosecute and i never i got through that sentence by the way did you, you did you did smashed I, it that was like, i got 70 percent of the the noises in that sentence that were required <laughs> for it to pass it's fine. You can edit it all in the right order. It's fine. I won't. Um, but um, but but I'd never considered that. It's a really really good question, huh? I wonder yeah. what it'll be. Um, so, but just back to your point though on the music. Sorry, I'm bumping the microphone. The, 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 the music for this again. I'm. I do think. I do think a lot of the the songs are interchangeable, and you could have really used anything because I think the film is actually the most. I think. Um, unlike something like John Williams, right, where actually the score goes hand in hand with the film and they carry each other, I yeah. do think the the music in this is iconic, but I do think it's forty nine percent iconic. I think the imagery and the visuals and the quotes and the action and the, the the pace and the drama is still the biggest thing at the front of this. And the reason why is because you know every band under the sun was asked to do a, a song for this they tried to get every sort of artist and it was very much like a scattergun approach they weren't they right. weren't nearly like they knew they wanted okay so they knew they wanted val kilmer and val kilmer was very much like i don't want to do this movie he did it and it's now one of his most iconic roles they were yeah. always after um tom cruise and i've got some fun facts about that one too but, but like some of the bands, they just scattergun. Like so, Judas Priest were asked to contribute the song "Reckless" to the soundtrack, but they actually declined because they thought the movie would flop. Two years later, they contributed a cover of "Johnny Be Good" um, to the movie of the same name, so "Reckless," which turned out to be an absolute flop. And then right. Bri Brian Adams was asked to allow his song "Only the Strong Survive" on the soundtrack, but he refused Bloody because hell. he felt that the film glorified war. Um. And then on the original soundtrack Which release... he's not totally wrong. No, he's not. Uh, actually, I, I, that was a different fact. I was about to go into a different one there. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah. The, the, I think there was a real, let's just get everything on the plate and see what we can go with. So yeah. uh, 
largely the music in this, apart from Take My Breath Away, Take My Breath Away was one that they re- like they paid a lot of money to get that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but take, but but a lot of the the music and, and including Danger Zone, it, it it's always it was all sitting on the dock of the bay is another example. They were all kind of like the the B team almost of the music that went in there. But it just turns out that the B team were the one that went and won the the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah. it's that kind of weird um, mentality. But no, I mean yeah, it, it's great. Do you do you want to talk about Take My Breath Away, or do you want to keep going on yes. the movie? I mean, or do you want to? What, I, mean, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, let's 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 talk Take My Breath Away since you know very much the the number one song. Yeah. on this, it's inter- It's well, interesting. You say that, but do you know uh, Danger Zone has played three times in this? No, yeah, times. I know. I, I I wish it was Danger Zone, but like I was, what I was going to say was Take My Breath Away is by the admission of the soundtrack and the movie the theme of it because um it's take my breath away yeah yeah it says take my breath away and then in brackets love theme from top gun yeah yes yeah yeah yeah. but they they rebranded it because i thought the actual theme from top gun is the no 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 that's called something different is that's top that's top gun anthem anthem yes and and i love them and i love that there's different terminology that that there's not really there's not top gun theme there's uh there's top gun anthem and i'm like yep nope that's accurate i totally agree that is so funny that, that is accurate but okay so i listened to this whole soundtrack obviously in preparation for this and i've I truly have decided I am not a synth guy. No, are you not? No. I am not a synth guy. Okay. I recognize that it works in this movie. I just hate the sound. Okay, fair and, enough. And it's the and and I can explain why. And yeah, it's, that's a really good point, actually. Even when we sometimes when we do music and stuff, you hate when I add synths in. It, it's yeah, I do. Yeah, that a bit, little peek behind the curtain. I always complain about it. I'm like, can you just take <laughs> that, that synthetic shit out of there, please? <laughs> and it really is because look, I'm I, I'm an acoustic musician, right? And I hate the idea. I I love electronic music when it you know you're using it to create new sounds and stuff like that. But I absolutely despise it when you're using it to try to emulate a job that. An acoustic, an acoustic, an acoustic yeah, yeah. A- instrument could do. That's fair. And you know, and you know the 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 really really famous bass riff of "Take My Breath Away." Mm. Down, 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 down. Yeah. Right. Why is uh, it? It's like somebody. Do you remember those uh, keyboards that we used to have in school that had the kind of pitch rocker at mm, the side of it? Yeah. It's like somebody was using that on it, and like just having this A electronic. Tremolo electronic tremolo vibrato thing where they're just pitch bending every note and it sounds atrocious it sounds it just sounds terrible and people are like oh it's off the time and it's oh it's unique and all that i'm like no it just sounds shit it's like brown 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 do you know the thing is though like why i think think there's a thing about this with fashion i think there's the same thing with fashion here right so i mean hear me out at the moment um maddie maddie's younger sister is is very very fashionable and at the moment she's telling us that the 90s are very much back in now this okay. is big clumpy mum jeans you know clumpy shoes colorful tops and stuff like this right okay and and, and i just i like what makes me laugh so much about that is um even even <laughs> even by their own admission they're like yeah, it's a bit. I don't really like wearing any of this stuff. It's like Doc Martens. Like I got Doc Martens, and I'm like, I don't Did really you? like wearing them. I've got some. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine you wearing Doc Martens. Well. I quite, quite like wearing Doc Martens, but like, I don't like. 
I don't think they look good. I, I think they just look fashionable, but that's a very different thing, if you know what right. I mean. Okay. You know? And I'm like, and I and I get the impression that it's the same with like you know big big like baggy mum jeans and stuff like this, which are back in. But I don't think anyone likes wearing them or thinks they actually look good. Like I don't think anyone actually knows what looks. And I think the same could be said for the sound. You know, I I, I do get the impression that people, you know, it's like modern music now, or like you know the the, the charts and the modern music. A lot of people can't think that some of that is actually good. Do, do you know yeah. when you when you compare it against some actual quality music? Yeah. Um, you know, if you, if you throw that up against like, um, I, I I don't know, like Paint It Black by by the Rolling Stones, you listen to that and you're like, this is a br- quality and yeah. grounded epic song. Yeah. And yeah. you compare that to like something else in the charts, and do you know what I mean? Is there a little bit of like we fool ourselves in this stuff? I don't know. I think so. I think so. I, it's really interesting you say that because me and Ilham watched uh, a Trevor Noah special on on Netflix. It's one of his one of his older ones. I like it. But, but oh, I love I, I love Trevor funny. Noah. But uh, he made a really excellent joke about uh, listening to music while driving around Los Angeles, where he said like everyone's into like there's I can't remember what the genre is, but it's some kind of rap. And he says yeah. I, 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 it, it, all I hear when I rap, hear that. Yeah. Uh, all I all I hear when I hear that is my little brother crying about something that happened, going, and I just thought, yep, accurate, because that's, that's just funny. all it sounds like, and it's just such a perfectly landing joke, and also a perfect critique of that genre of music, frankly. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I, I hear I hear this baseline and take my breath away, and I'm like, even back then, even back then, who listened to that and went, oh yes, that's that's brilliant, that is. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic and i'm just like no 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 I, I hate it no stop and yeah so it was a little bit of a chore getting through a lot of over synthed mm. music uh, in this soundtrack and i have to admit uh, take my breath away was my least favorite one i was it, like oh god make it do, stop do you, i mean i mean <laughs> it it, it kind of just kept coming in and I mean, what they but what they did, what they did for you know the Top Gun anthem for for Take My Breath Away for Danger Zone is they're they're essentially um they're 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 motifs, right? Aren't they? They're they're the little yes. they're the little kind of motifs for it. And I just think that an effective use of a motif is that you can vary this how the music is played based on the sequence, but the melody and the score stays the same. I mean, like. A classic example is a lot of the Star Wars motifs. You can play them in major keys and minor keys. You can elongate them. You can slow them down. You can speed them up. You can weave them in and out of, you know, fast-paced tracks or, you know, join them together. Whereas when you're using techno real songs as motifs it gets quite repetitive because yeah. you can't really vary them you're just using no the you same just stick it in music. yeah you just no, throw it back it, in it's, it's the equivalent of somebody going right play the song yeah exactly exactly <laughs> exactly and and i think that yeah i must admit like i i think it's i think it does suffer from that from a, from a movie perspective and i and i think it's you know it's like anything right like subtlety isn't the name of this movie you're not watching no. this movie for no, no, no of course you're not, watching course it for not. over the top so like it's it depends it's i guess that's that is our crit critique of it but like hey who gives a fuck right it's no gen- and genuinely and actually you know I mean? <laughs> and actually i know who yeah who listen to us right yeah uh it is worth saying i don't actually fault the movie in no, any no, way for no, any of these choices no, no, no. at all 
it's just I was listening to it and doing it and go, oh, this is this is shit. This is this is really crap. Well, I mean, but I mean, like to your point. So like um, Harold Faltmeyer, who was who was the composer for a lot of the score. You know, the music score was the first ever to be performed and recorded on a polyphonic sixteen-bit stereo synclave digital music system. You can imagine Christ. the size of that thing. Do you know what I mean? Imagine how much power that thing took. Like it's just an absolute soundboard of effects and synths and all sorts. I gotta respect it. And hate do you know, it at but the same do you know time. what I mean? Though there is like a little bit of that. Like I think there's a photo of it somewhere. I'll try and find it. Yeah, but um, you know, you know the other thing about Take My Breath Away is obviously it was the big signpost of the of the love theme. Mm. Narratively, I did not buy this love story at all. Not in the slightest. I mean, absolute nonsense. It, it, there's there's so many parts about this movie. I mean, like, I I think I think it's kind of like. I think it's kind of like the cockiness and the arrogance of these these characters and these people, and and, and I think then how it portrays like how they interact with each other. It all be, be, what it is is because you those style of individuals, yeah, you can't relate to because they're no. they're caricatures. They're least of all Maverick, exactly. And therefore, when you when you put two individuals who exist in like, but he, but you know, but even um, what's she called? I, I used to always think it was Meg Ryan who was the girlfriend, but it's oh, not. Yeah. It's um, it was, what's she called? She didn't really do a huge amount after this. What's her blooming name? I've got it here. Uh, Kelly McGillis. Which, by the way, so Kelly McGillis. Don't know if you've. I don't know if you've seen her recently. She she's living her fucking best life, right? She came out. She came out as gay a while ago. She's just she quit acting. She's not really doing much of it now. And there's a f- and but she was dropped from the sequel. She they were like she didn't they didn't have her back because you know she's she's an older woman now. She looks like an older woman because she was young when she did the movie and it was like whatever thirty plus years ago. There's a yeah. photo of her and Tom Cruise next to each other and like he has not changed. He's all turning. That much. He is turning sixty this year. There's, I'll try and, I'll try and Disgusting. show you this photo. I'll try and show you this photo. He just operates different. But it's not, no, 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 it's not. It's because he is so much Botox. Like, have you seen him recently? Like, he is just, like, he just jacks his face up and his body up and, and all sorts. Where yeah, she's but just also, like, let's be honest, just, he does operate different. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, yeah, he does. Do. <laughs> he, he, is, he is fueled by whatever in Scientology and all sorts. But, but, she, but it's one of these ones where, like, it is really bad how she was kind of totally dropped from the movie. Yeah. Um, I forgot what my fat was before, but you, you were—I thought it was her at the bar. No, no, but it was like she, she, even her, right? So she was like, I, I kind of just like that, you know, the quote when she's like, "I'm a PhD, she's a PhD civilian, so you don't have to salute her." I was like, "Why do you have to throw that line in? It feels weird. You, yeah. you don't have to salute her." It's, it's like, and then and then the whole thing about, "Oh, I've got the higher classification," which. When it first, when they first did the whole, "I'm the higher classification," yeah, I, I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" But then it's kind of like. As the film goes on, they take the piss out of that. When I'm like, oh, yeah. fair enough. Like, but yeah. you just don't really believe because the characters are not relatable. But the also, relationships are not really relatable. But also I got a sense throughout the movie that I was watching two thirds of a movie. I, I got the sense that a lot was cut mm. or either a lot was cut or the script was much, much bigger and more fleshier but mm. and and i think that this was really signposted in in the love story because because 
Pete Mitchell, Matt of Maverick, is an absolute asshole. Yeah, yeah, he is. He, a, he, he is, is an absolute. Yeah. He is an absolute dick. And an ab- absolute like, dick. He genuinely is like a liability, and I like it how yeah. he doesn't become the Top Gun at the end. You know, I like actually no, the yeah, right person. I like does, that. And... He does have a nice redemption at the end. I do. I did end up rooting for him right at the end of the movie when he sort of has the wobbly in the air, and then he kind of learns all his lessons that. And Merlin's um, screaming at him. Yeah, no, <laughs> Merlin's just bananas. Absolutely <laughs> mental. But the thing about it is as well, is like, I don't know about you, but I, and I think that so much, it's like so much work went into all of those sequences. Like I can tell you all the facts about all the pilots that they got and all the, I got all the names of all the different people that were doing it. And there's a little job, but it didn't like, for me, it, it was a little bit jumbled up. Like, I feel like the editor was just like, fucking throw more jets in, throw this in. You know what I mean? Because I think narratively, you don't really know what's happening in the dogfight. No, I know, but this is what, no, but this is what I mean. And this is where I feel like the love story fell down. It's because he was basically being a, 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 incredibly toxic alpha male man trying to get the girl, right? She was supposedly a highly, highly educated, really smart, confident woman yeah. in a in in a in a military setting who's been there for years and able to hold her own he's be, he's just being the biggest toddler ever and then about halfway through the movie she just comes out of nowhere and goes oh yeah i've fallen in love with you yeah and i'm like it, what yeah how yeah. how did that happen when did we even get a, a the remotest hint of that between him mansplaining migs to her and um you know all the other shit following yeah. her into the women's restroom and yeah um, it's all really sorts of, bad isn't it and all then he sorts like goes of nonsense up to her in the bar and then he, all of his mates what is it they sing you lost the lovely feeling and now it's gone when he sings it to her in the bar yeah and, and they hadn't even like... and they haven't even met at that point that's yeah. their first interaction and i'm just thinking who's justifying this is there were there like did i fall asleep earlier and i forgot like two scenes where they had like actual decent character development yeah this is nonsense and it's not he's never really endearing is he as a character no but but i think but i think you know i go back to my opening comment and again i sound like a fucking knobhead for saying this but i think actually a lot of people go yeah he's fucking maverick that's why it's cool that's why the top gun's the anyone who tells me top gun is the best movie ever it's their favorite movie I'm like, you're kind Red of Red flag. Do you, do you know what I mean? Flag. They are. They are. Because like, clearly they're like, yeah, fucking Maverick is the best. Red I know, flag, I know, so, I know a lot of people are like, it's my favorite movie. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Right. I know you. <laughs> Got your number. <laughs> so that explains a lot. Or you've known someone for ages and yeah. you're like, I, I can't quite place something about you. And then, <laughs> and then after knowing them for years, they'll come out with Top Gun's my favorite movie. And you're like, that's it. it. Yeah, that's why. It. I mean, before we get to the volleyball sequence as well, I want to kind of oh talk about the God. sequence after oh the volleyball sequence. Because see, even on his cockiness, he's like, I've got to, I've got to go. Stinking, sweaty, you know, sweaty balls, bastard. Just throws his jacket on, goes around to her house and sits down, decides to take a shower at her house. I'd be like, fuck off. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely, exactly, 100%. (laughs) Absolute diabolical behavior. But since since we kind of uh, skirted past it, shall we talk playing with the boys? Yeah. Just baby oil glistening pecks in the sun i, I love this sequence i in, really liked it i think it's jeans. brilliant i think it's excellent <laughs> I, I do think it's excellent because like, i watched it and i was oh like do you know what? i'm not God. even because it, it live it, it lives up to the hype do you know what i mean it's a memorable sequence and you know sometimes when you watch sequences back and you're like oh it's not that bad you watch it back and you're like 
fucking hell they really go for it don't they? oh yeah it's a massive swing but the, the thing is and uh, this isn't i'm not saying it's bad i'm not saying it's bad but it's incredible it's the most 80s thing i've ever seen in my life yeah it's just the fact that they're wearing tight blue jeans right they're all wearing tight blue jeans yeah all their shirts are off again baby oil pecs and abs glistening in the sun yeah and the dog tags are around around why why do they play still, with the dog tags they're still why? wearing their dog tags and and aviators okay it's sunny fine but it's still <laughs> it's still the image do you know no but you know what i mean though yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. we get it you're aviators and you had your playing with the boys what a song it's just classic. fucking hell yeah it, it was it was really i it is good though isn't i was it? like it is good I, I i watched this by myself and i was laughing audibly out loud at this bit i was just like this is nonsense and i love it <laughs> And, but the other sequence as well, I like. I did like the Great Balls of Fire sequence. I thought that was really like that fun was sweet. And, yeah, it's, it is. There's, there's, there's I a lot of heart loved in this movie. Goose. Yes, I love Goose. He's so think, awesome. I mean, there's a theory about this, but do you think? I mean, the volleyball sequence stuff. Like, do you think Goose is in any way sort of attracted to Maverick? Do you think there's more than just a friendship there? Because I, obviously, that's a long running theory that actually he he does feel for him, and. When you watch it, I don't think they were going for that. But if you watch it in that light, it actually makes it quite a fun, complex movie. I think you could speculate that, definitely. I think there is an argument to speculate Mm. that. I did personally... so many passing looks and and they cut hold each other and there's so many Personally, I saw it as one of the best examples of brothers in arms oh yeah 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 that there that there are in any in any military movie and i didn't really see it past that and i thought that and it's because there's that there's there's very little uh active combat in this in this movie there's there's the flying mission at the beginning and then 90 percent of the of the movie is flying school and then there's the one and then there's the one mission at the end mm. but i i did like seeing their relationship as brothers in arms basically and seeing a kind of window of how intimate that relationship can be in in a non-sexual way no that's a very good point. in a non-romantic way yeah, and i that's... think and i can't think of many better examples in cinema than that relationship and i think a large part of it is actually due to just how charismatic and likable goose was as well on and, and no no you're right and i guess it will like, turn on our head for what we've said previously about all the relationships and stuff because that is the one that you believe but you're right that is it's the only purely one, yeah. it's purely goose it's purely fueled by goose but but i you know and, and i guess just to, to retread what you were saying to echo it but but and i guess like add to it a bit more it, it emphasizes one thing which is the trust that they had for each other because you you have you know in that situation you've you're going up together you do everything together you need yeah, to yeah. think the same way you need to be you need to be on the same brainwave and everything and you need to really have a bond that's tighter you know than just close friends like you are as you say brothers you know your brotherhood like yeah, yeah. You, you cannot you you just need to always know what the other one's thinking and always know do you know what i mean like you, yeah, you yeah. genuinely need to know in those situations, I remember hearing someone say this, like, you, you need to be so close enough to those individuals. And they say the same with, like, a lot of, like, high-performing athletes and stuff like this who do, like, team sports or, you know, double sports. Like, but you, you, need to, you need to know that individual so well that when a situation is placed in front of you, you need to know what your partner is going to think yeah. as they're thinking it. 
and and you know and they need to know what you're how you're reacting as you're doing it which i think is actually a really eloquent way of 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 you know of of i guess summarizing what that that sort of um relationship is and then when you when you kind of uh, structure their relationship with that as the narrative it makes a lot of sense um and yeah it's it's ex- it's excellent isn't it yeah no that it really was a highlight in the movie Shall we talk Val Kilmer? Let's do it, man. Iceman. Iceman, indeed. Opening question. Do you think he'll be chewing gum in the sequel? I hope so. He fucking had enough of it, didn't he? Yeah, Jesus Christ. I wonder if that's how they got him to do the movie. He had uh, endless chewing gum in his rider. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 do you know what? I think, I think he's great, actually. I do, I do yeah. I genuinely think he's great. I, um, I, you know, I, he's the, obviously the better pilot. He's, he's the better... Um, you know, oh, he's a more clinical pilot. Clinical Ice pilot, in his veins, and, hence and his I, call sign. And I, but but like, I guess they kind of, it is it is that weird lesson that they kind of learn, where it's like he's a maverick and he turns around, bless you. I'm not going to edit it out. I can't be arsed. So what? Oh, start... Jesus Christ! <laughs> I might edit this, but I can't be. Arsed. It's more work than it is. Um, well, it is now that you've had that preamble. I, I know. But or, or if we finish this preamble, then I'll go into the next preamble and I'll cut it. Here, Callum, Callum, edit from here. I like Iceman a lot in this movie because did you see that was got a clinical cut? I'll do the next one. Uh, Here, I'm not going to cut it now. But the thing, the thing with a lot of the scenes is he's perceived as this like absolute dickhead, but he's not really, is he? No, everything he says is like, yep, hundred percent on point. Do you know what I mean? You're like, you are like Maverick's the dick here. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, absolutely. The thing I felt was missing was the the actual thing that makes us go oh no but he's too far of that and as a result he ends up yeah yeah you're right you're so right there was like there was one moment where i felt like again there was like a cut scene or something when it was after goose dies and they were doing they kind of didn't they they did a hearing where they're like why did this happen where they basically said oh nobody nobody was at fault it was just a thing but when when Iceman actually said to him, "Oh, I'm really sorry that Goose died," and then there's this weird shot where Wolfman, who's um, Iceman's number two, is is in the locker room at the same time, like hiding behind the lockers, listening to them. And then the next thing you see, he's on the phone to someone, basically saying, "Mavericks quit." And I'm like, "Why are you lurking about?" And in my head, I went, "Oh, does he like? I don't know." sabotage the plane or something like that because i'd forgotten there this movie the- there been, is a theory it, about that yeah. it's been it's been years since i'd seen this so i'd forgotten a large part of the plot of this and i, and I was just like oh is it gonna is there gonna be something where wolfman and iceman actually maybe tried to you know they felt so strongly that maverick was a danger to their line of work and they wouldn't want to fly alongside them that they would do whatever is possible to get him chucked off um, chucked out of flight school or whatever but then and, I mean, and you basically then, just summarized the theory oh did i you basically oh just great the theory fine the movie that, okay that, that, and it's there's no real proof of it but that's what a lot of people think yeah oh okay but yeah i just felt that like wolfman lurking around there was hinting at something that never got fleshed out in the movie so i was like mm. well, was that a thing they were going to do i don't know mm-hmm. well yeah yeah um before we finish i mean do you, do you want a quick summary of all the names because i do think the names are pretty epic and then i they want are, i want yeah. you to think of 
I want you're going to think of my call sign. And I'm going to think of your call sign. Well, okay. I mean, we, you've no, no, already no, before, thought no, before, about it. No, I've not. I've not. I genuinely haven't. I genuinely oh, haven't. Right, okay. So, so, um, uh, so I haven't thought about it, Specky. So uh, ah! I'll give you. The- <laughs> that's not it that's not it okay so we've got viper which is tom skerritt commander metcalf calf i can't say that fucking name jesus merlin which is tim robbins yeah who lieutenant sam willis as well cougar john stockwell uh so he was lieutenant bill cortell chipper adrian uh pasader um who was lieutenant charles piper sundown fucking love sundown that's an epic one Sundown, uh, Clarence Gilliard, Lieutenant General Marcus Williams. You got Slider. Slider's right. a shit one, isn't it? The, yeah. Slider. Um, Rick R- R- Ross Rovich, Lieutenant uh, R- R- Ron Kerner. Um, you've got Wolfman, so Barry Tubb, Lieutenant uh, Leonard Wolf. Easy, isn't it? Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you've got Hollywood. Hollywood's all right, is it? Um, yeah. Whip, Whip uh, Hubley, Lieutenant Rick um, Neven, Iceman Val Kilmer, Lieutenant um, Tom Kaczynski, uh, Goose, Anthony Edwards, obviously, Lieutenant Junior Grade, Nick Bradshaw, and then, of course, we have Maverick, Tom Cruise, Lieutenant Pete Mitchell. And it always throws me when people call him Pete Mitchell in this movie, or Pete or Mitchell, because I am a bit like, who the fuck are they talking Oh, Maverick, they're talking about Maverick. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so there's that. So now you're thinking about my name. Yeah, I know. Yours is, we've had Sundown. Yours is Pants Down. Pants Down, great. (laughs) Pants Down. Great. Pants Down. There I was trying to to think of a sincere one for you. Oh, I'll think of a sincere one for you. Right, okay. I'll think of a sincere one. Something to do with the violin. What about Bowman? There you go. Bowman. Oh. Bowman there, because your oh. violin. There, right. You like that okay. one, don't you? Oh, I don't oh, mind that. Well, as that. you're thinking of mine, I'll, I'll do the, the very classic fact from Top Gun. I have to, it's a fact that has to be said. The MiG, obviously the MiGs in this movie aren't actual real MiGs, Russian MiGs. They are F5s painted black. Um, and then again, fighting the F-14s. So one of them is going to win. Obviously, one of those aircraft was designed at least 15 years after the other one. Right. But, like The F-5 is still one of the most prolific jets used all around the world. Like They're used all... Like, the Malaysian Air Force and stuff still have loads of F-5s. I, I mean, surely they must have got rid of them now. But like I, I remember speaking to a Malaysian Air Force pilot a while ago when I was in Australia. And his love for the... I was. I remember talking to him. I was like, aren't they like falling to pieces? And stuff? He's like, no, it's the best aircraft ever designed. I'm like pretty Jesus. sure it's not <laughs> like they are rust buckets even when they were like designed yeah um, i think you're celtic celtic yeah done celtic and bowman yeah that's good yeah like that it's good well there we go um that's it done cool awesome i can't wait for the new one honestly uh, i did i didn't think yeah. the excitement has ramped up very swiftly for me because it i has. because yeah. as i said i was not i, I saw many trailers for this movie where i was like whatever fine yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever it's it's sped up like a, a jet going up a ramp hasn't it oh it has yeah it is quite cool that shot of tom cruise going you know the kind of the the, the pov of him going up the the ramp in the new one oh the new one yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 definitely um I mean, two thumbs up, right? Like it. Oh, definitely. I, 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 yeah, hundred percent. I don't. I mean, like the, the movie itself, I'm like, I take it or leave it. But the soundtrack for it is two thumbs up. Easy. Oh yeah, definitely easiest.
moving forward? Yeah, let's move. We've got so much shit to talk about, Alexander. Oh, brilliant. Um, don't call me Alexander. Don't, don't call me. I'm going to call you Alexander. <laughs> Sorry, Bowman. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, that sounded weird. Uh, I like it. Um, I mean, uh, which what you want to do? For, can can I throw one in? Because I'll forget it if I don't. Do but it. it's a trailer I want you to watch. You don't need to watch right. it. Oh, you could watch it now if you fancied. You won't have seen it. But right. it's a trailer called Brian and Charles, and oh. and it's and it's beautiful. So David Earl, who is um, he's in Derek. He's in After. Uh, he's in Afterlife. He's in Afterlife a little bit. Very good friends of Ricky Gervais. He does a podcast called Chatterbix. Another one called Gossip Mongers. He does um, another one about his football club Essex. Incredibly funny man, David Earl. Just so funny. I've actually seen him live. I saw him doing a very small show. Uh, I saw it with my dad. It was very inappropriate, and he was playing this character called Brian Gittings. And Brian Gittings is like. Um, Alan Partridge to Steve Coogan. So Brian Gittings is David Earl's character and he plays this like bumbling hermit man who's really awkward and weird and is into weird things and makes weird commentaries on stuff. And he kind of plays Brian Gittings in Afterlife, so if you've seen it. But but Brian and Charles, it looks like one of the most wholesome trailers you will ever see. Oh. And it's based on a short movie he made about this little hermit who lives up in the hills and he makes all these stupid weird inventions but he's really lonely and he has no one to love so he decides to make himself a robot and he makes himself this robot and it comes to life and it's just this movie about it's kind of like Pinocchio meets Fox and the Hound meets Frankenstein Oh god meets, that's, got, it's, that's it's, got me crying on a couch is, all over it, it. it, it, it <laughs> Honestly mate it looks so beautiful um, so and it's, it's like a it's like a focus films one so it's Channel 4 production it looks so good so please I, I'll remind you after we finish watching but do watch it Okay. Um, anyway, loads of other stuff has been happening this week, hasn't it, Alex? Oh yeah. Go on. Loads of stuff. You can we, can we talk Star Wars? Oh yeah, we can do it. Yeah, yeah. What about that image? How cool I cannot is that? tell that you. Is a Vanity Fair one. I cannot tell you how excited I am for this Obi Wan Kenobi TV be series. Epic, mate, isn't I ca- it? I can't even describe it. I've not been this excited for anything Star Wars it's since The Force Awakens. Be so like good. genuinely. Oh my god, it looks so good. The last trailer. The last because we didn't we didn't talk about the last trailer. No, we did a little bit. We like talked oh, about did his, we? Arm, his arm coming in and stuff. Oh right, okay. But, well, but, no, let's do it again. But we didn't do it justice. No, talk about his arm. <laughs> talk oh, about that fucking arm. His arm. His arm comes in. They put his 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 chest plate on his little the computer and yeah. like. I've yeah, I've heard rumors. I've heard rumors that people have seen scenes of Vader in action in this one, and it's the most extreme vader we've ever seen i can't wait like and, and i think like you just absolutely destroys and I, I i like this i like this idea that it looks like the vader perspective of this tv series and i hope that we get plenty of it and i'm yeah. assuming it is if it's hayden christensen in the suit I, I hope that they'll utilize him because I actually like Hayden Christensen yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I see some comments of people being like, he, he, he looks a bit awkward in the suit. I'm like, how the fuck can you look awkward in a Darth Vader suit? What the shit? Who said that? I've seen comments what the that most said that. stupid thing like, I've stupid. ever seen? That's more stupid than the people commenting on the She Hulk trailer, but we'll get to we'll that. Get to, we will we'll, fucking get we'll, to that. We'll get to that. But um, I, I love this idea that anytime we see Vader, he's just he's he's gonna be hunting over Obi Wan with an absolute obsession, yeah, yeah. like absolute obsession. Because this is the guy, this is the guy who Darth Vader will hate the absolute most yeah. in the galaxy. Like all of the Sith hate 
is going to be you, channeled towards Obi-Wan. I, I, I read a really interesting thing of actually they shouldn't have called this Obi-Wan. They should have called this like a Darth Vader series and just set about Darth Vader hunting. You know, same same story, but set the narrative not on Obi-Wan, set it on and actually make Obi-Wan kind of like the scurrying rat. And you you as fans want Darth Vader to find him. And he uh, keeps see, I disagree with I disagree with that because I think there's there there's potentially a huge amount of amazing dramatic tension uh, revolving around Obi Wan just doing barely enough to keep out of yeah. this su- super powerful evil guy who will absolutely fuck him up if well, he catches him. But but let's but so so let's there's two things then Let, let's just summarize there's two things and the reasons why and they've got evidence of why they've worked right so the first one is as as you say the bare minimum. My, and and you know everyone talks about the, the the best the best part of um Rogue One, honestly the best part of Rogue One is that last couple of minutes that Darth Vader sequence, yeah, where they scramble to get those uh, plans, yeah, you know they're literally passing it from person to person to get it out yeah, of his yeah. hands, and they have to pass it through the side of the door to get it, and you're like, oh my god, it literally came down to that, yeah, that kind of scrambling, and and you're right, I think they're gonna kind of go how can we recapture that tension but the way they recapture that tension is 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 the flip side of it again to to echo what you said they're going to double down on showing how absolutely ruthless he is as vader yeah, yeah, yeah. and they've got evidence of this in two forms they've got first that again that same sequence how he was just cutting through people to get there but also with um which is canon um uh, what's the bloody force unleash not the, what's the trailer called again uh, the, the fucking game called again oh uh um, fallen order fallen order yeah again he is just absolutely a force of nature in fallen yeah, yeah. order yeah, 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 for that game and again i do think we we might even see bloody cal we might see him in this yeah no absolutely because you know it is cameron monaghan after all and it looks like him in the game so like yeah. it we it would be so easy to just stick him cool. in and also like just um cameo alert i'm predicting it now for uh force ghost liam neeson See, as as the fa- as the fan servicey kind of um big thing i think i think it'll happen i don't think it will okay i don't think it will i thought it will but i i read a pretty convincing article where liam neeson was like i genuinely i wanted to be in this and i just didn't like i think they have plans to do it and i'm just not he could be andrew garfielding us yeah i that that's what i was gonna say but yeah but we've been listening to andrew garfield for like the last few years you know i don't know i i don't think they will but it would be I don't wonderful. Know. I, 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 I think I think it could go either way, but I think I want to put my put my money on it it happening. Do you know? Do you know? I read somewhere interesting though that um actually the the character of Qui Gon Jinn and his inclusion in spe- obviously the Phantom Menace. Somebody said something interesting. They were like, actually, he doesn't. We don't really need him. You could have just had. Obi-Wan doing all the sequences. Obi-Wan finds Anakin. Obi-Wan, you know, kills yeah. Darth Vader. Do you know what I mean? Like, and maybe Obi-Wan had a different Padawan and, and then you like that word? A Padawan, yeah. You're you're I my Padawan that. learner. Brilliant. One day one day you'll learn the ways, but until then you're just my Padawan, Alex. Amazing. You are. Did it, I remember once calling you that and you went banana. You're like, I'm no, no, you're my Padawan. <laughs> Was, was this like, when we were 12, Cal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but I okay, just, fine. I just, I just love right. that. I love you, the idea. You can, you can continue to hold that over me. That's fine. <laughs> Great. I love it. 
Nobody said that. I, I, you would, we were good mates, weren't we? We were younger. Yeah. We were best pals. We used to do such silly things. My wee pad man. My wee pad um, right, Do you want to do the She-Hulk trailer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Since I, since I brought it up earlier. Uh, right. First of all, my own thoughts about this. Uh, I like I like the look of this. Mm-hmm. What would you what do you mean the look of it? Because I right, guess okay. let, let's I like, get the, right I like the look of the series. I like the look of the series. The series, right? Yes. I like the look of the series. I like that it exists. Uh, I think it looks like a lot of fun. A nice yeah. little addition yeah, yeah, into yeah. the into yeah. the MCU. Now, graphics. Is it as terrible? Is it actually that terrible? I, I, I don't I, think it is. So. so... I think it's inconsistent is what it is. It's not terrible. It's inconsistent. Because I think there's some examples where it's very good. Yeah. Um, there's one particular scene where she's swiping on her phone and then she like smiles and everyone's like, oh, it's Fiona from Shrek. Like that's for the vibe that right. they're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it is. It is actually. Right. But, but it's just that one. But, but it's not good there, but it's quite good in other parts. Yeah. And I think it, it varies from, it varies from, she's going to clearly vary from being She-Hulk and then, and then, um, Tatiana's, I don't know the name of the character. What's the character called again? I I can't remember. Okay. But she's going to vary, you know, unlike, unlike, um, unlike whether it was like either Hulk or not Hulk, she kind of like can go in between almost because there's some sequences where I think her skin is very green and then others where it's like not quite as green. I don't know if you've right. noticed that. Like, And someone else was saying that. So I, I just think it's the, the kind of consistency is not really... But it's a weird... But while that may be true, what what I can't believe is the, is the internet trolls that have just gone absolute ham on this trailer. Mm. And from what I can tell, for no other reason, just from being evil, toxic, sexist arseholes. Mm. Yeah, because they kind of make a point of that. How I think it's at the end of the trailer, they kind of make the point of how she's like she carries her date home and stuff. And I think that like triggers a lot of people. It, it triggered it? so many people, and they and they jumped on the fact that like okay, the the, the graphics are incomplete. Like it's 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 clearly not. Did, they, done did yet. they say that incomplete? Did they say they're incomplete? Is that like an? No, actual... I don't think I don't think that's an I don't think that's an official thing. But I mean, we're not getting like ha- a Sonic situation, are these we? These things happen all the time. But if you look at, but no, oh, nobody, sure fine. Sure nobody fine in their the right minds series. thinks they'll push it out and have it look shit because they've done green man. Before. Look how good Mark Ruffalo's Hulk Absolutely. look. Yeah, yeah, professional ev- is great in everything he's been in. Like, why on earth would the main character of this TV so- series not look? as well polished it just it, it beggars belief that people are up in arms about this yeah yeah but and and it's and it's for reasons any other reason other than that mm. but they're just using that as it's, yeah, it's just fucking internet man jesus christ it'd be good though it's good to see mark ruffalo back as well because definitely uh, and, and I, did, did you did he did his, his arm is his arm healed i wasn't i forget was his arm still oh, in a kind of sling i, that's a good I can't question. remember i don't know if not sure much. but um it's good, and they're related, aren't they? They're related. They kind of make that cousins. They cousins, I think they yeah. said. Um, hey, this will be cool. I like yeah. this. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, and again, like I think they're kind of the weird parts of the. I think the the more memorable ones, like One Division and Loki, were the weirder ones, and they'll be more memorable. Um, you know, Moon Knight again, I think will be pretty memorable. Definitely, so, definitely. So, so again, you know, taking it in a different direction, all, all in. All I know in. exactly. No, me too. But while we're on Marvel, I just wanted to um, give a little um post doctor strange sort of uh statement yeah as, go a, for it. as it were 
but the, the, it's, it's about the whole multiverse thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I like it actually when okay. push, when push comes to shove. I have I've been humming and hawing about this in my own head for like the last for like well since Doctor Strange came out, and I just came up with the question like why should we care about anything if any if everything is infinite? Yeah, well, that's it. This is what Rick you know and Morty what? do all the time. That's that's Rick and Morty's thing. Do you know what I mean? They're like nothing but, really matters or anything. You, but then they don't. But you. they don't matter. But then the show doesn't require us to care because because it is presented in a way like nothing matters. Whereas these things aren't presented in a way like nothing matters. These are presented in a oh you should care about these characters because we're actually doing you know uh, good storytelling beats and you know emotional things and loss and things like that and i'm like yeah but you've just taken loss completely out of the equation mm, mm. because every because everything exists everywhere and uh, a different version of this exists there and that didn't happen there and now we're going to show you all of it and i i now wonder why what reason there is to care yeah no i, I, I really do i really I, it's a really fair thought i'm not gonna challenge. i mean the 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 multi including multiverse in your movies is the equivalent of adding steroids to your workout routine yeah yes it will bolster it and you'll look very good and epic and everyone will be impressed by it but really at the background you're just got a really small willy there's yeah. no real thought to it there. That is genuinely the best description of what I've just said. <laughs> that 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 is that is absolutely yeah. But it does kind of sadden me because I think we have. You'd like a big a... willy, wouldn't you? You'd like the movies to have a big <sighs> willy, but they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> they they don't. don't. No, but <laughs> you hate that analogy. No, I I love that analogy, okay. but okay. I, I, again, I I think back to you know some some of the tight. The, the titanic entries of this franchise you know your civil your civil wars and your winter Big soldiers yeah. and end game oh and, the biggest the and, biggest. and, and <laughs> the biggest willy of them all <laughs> the big purple the biggest purplest willy <laughs> no but you know what i mean where you've got these stakes these universe ending stakes and then and like even in civil war and winter soldier where you've just got like um care for these characters where the characters are in danger and they could then you know they could die and 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 it's brutal and then and now we're in a in a world where we're seeing different doctor stranges which means we will be seeing different captain americas well we have because because peggy carter and different iron men and you know all of the all of these things where i'm like well now why should we care yeah and that's a bit sad yeah yeah it's but you're a bit sad mate that's yeah, the, that's, that's yeah. why I see. Because um, I don't like fun, Cal. Well, you do. I'm, I'm going to talk about two other quick things. Yeah, so there was a casting. Uh, we did, did the casting announcement of the new Doctor. I think we did last week, didn't we? Um, of the, the the Doctor, but but also recently in the news, there has been Doctor Who's 60th anniversary. Um, because somebody else is making an appearance in that, aren't they, Alex? Oh yeah, Davy T. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. David Tennant is back. Um. I think the, the the common theory is that he's playing the Earth version of his character, which is a bit oh, of a ge- okay. it's a bit of a genius movie. Think about it because oh, so he, he's not actually going to be the Doctor. He's not going to be the Doctor, but he's going to be the Doctor half Doctor half human because that character, if you remember rightly, they've made it very clear he can age. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So when they include him again and he's older, they don't have to explain it. It's just like so, oh, no, that's the one. So back here again. So that so that's the one that ended up with rose that's the one that like it's like rose got to keep it's like the the dog type thing that's the one that rose got to keep that's but that's it. very interesting because they've also recast rose 
they have recast roles. But she looks a little bit like Billy Piper. I don't know if you think this. I think she looked a wee bit like it was like she's got the same eyebrows and the same eyes and stuff. I, but I thought not enough that you could pull that you could say it's, it's the same Billy roles. Piper. No, you, you know what no, I mean. No, you would like, just recast Billy Piper. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're right. I don't know. I, I I did think she looked a little bit like her though. I was like, are they trying to like and you know like like for like like different you know a different ethnic background the same, but still, I think a lot of the facial features are very similar. Yeah, but the big um, the big question is then, are are you are you going to get back into who? Is this the question? May I, 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 do you know I want to? The thing is though, like if I got back into it, I, I feel I would have to rewatch all of the Chris Chimble stuff, or yeah. Chris Chibble or whatever Chibnall. his name is. Chibnall. Chibnall. You know, I am, I, I am watching it. I did, I kind of drip fed myself. I'm gonna have to. I think I, I, will. I, I drip fed myself over like the last few months, so I have actually seen all of it. And it's really not. It's really not bad at all. A lot of it's very well, I've good, heard serviceable I, stuff. I, I really like to Jody see. Jodie like, is I, great. I wish. I wish. Like I, again. Like I've. I ha- from what I have seen of her, she's brilliant. She, you know, she, she's 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 the doctor. Um, as as we love her, but I just think the writing. Um, I, there was a couple of. I mean, again, it's like IMDb and stuff. Scores and stuff have kind of really pushed me away from it a little bit as well. Like every time I kind of think about going back into it. Yeah. Because I'm a big fan of. You know, you know, like Blink. Blink is still like nine point nine. Oh yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like insane. Fucking, you cannot get so there. Good. Half of them are now like fours and fives, and I'm like. Pff. Yeah, and it's true that I don't have like the same emotional connection uh, to the the current generation of who. Yeah. As I as I did back in the, back in the day, but I am sort of comforted by the fact that it is just this like ever developing thing yeah 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 and yeah. that actually it can go through years and years of um what some people would say you know a down period of mm. of quality and everyone's like yeah but it's still gonna be around forever like but the thing is like russell there's gonna t- be there's gonna be so many other who's like exactly but russell t davis like he's not perfect otherwise like i think it was just a perfect combination of he was the right writer at the right time and it resonated with the audience but i do think that he's gone i mean he's so to the left sometimes um and i do think you know like he if you ever saw years and years it was fine like it was a really good tv series that he you know wrote created made made it and it was a lot of it had that original kind of like doctor who look and feel to it yeah um but it was it was a little bit like it, it was it was like shoving like equality and you know and all this sort of yeah, stuff yeah. down your nose and there is a little bit of like i i think um you know, this kind of like there is that kind of education little part that Doctor Who's always kind of had to it and stuff. No, and absolutely. The kind of like I, I hear you. My 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 big thing, or well, what what I think about Russell T. Davis, Russell T. Davis coming back is I don't think he'll come back, and we will feel as if it was tonally like David Tennant. Mm um it's etc i don't think it will be regressing back to that who at all i genuinely think he would not do it again unless he like had this kind of eureka moment where he just got this wave of inspiration we were like oh my god what have i did this to do- yeah, with yeah. Do- with doctor who and oh my god i have to do this now because he originally said like he'd never touch it again he'd never he'd yeah, never go yeah, back to did, it it he? was done he's done his tenure blah 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 and, I, and now i'm like why why are you back Mm. Why? I mean, did the money, did, money, did, did really the money. BBC, did the BBC drive a truckload of money? No, it, there's not. This isn't uh, Doctor Who doesn't have Hollywood levels of money to. No, they didn't. But but I I think there was. I mean, look, you're gonna hate me for saying this, and I 
maybe you agree, but I personally believe there was a, we've got to get this thing fucking back on the rails. Because I, I do think there was a bit of course correct by bringing him in. No, no, no. I hear you. And I don't think that's untrue, but I don't think Russell T. Davis would do it unless he had ideas for yeah. how to do well, it. I, I think I think it's actually because the BBC head commissioner has his children and won't lose <laughs> his children um, until until he writes another at least two seasons of this show. Oh, bloody hell. Um, so that's I don't know. I'm optimistic about it. I'm excited to see what happens. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. Um, I mean, before we finish, just rattling through some Black, Black Mirror season six has been announced. Um, talking of course correct, I think Charlie Brooker has got a, you know, he's got a hell of his work cut out for him because th- the world has changed since Black Mirror. Yeah, oh um, my God. You know, How do you is... satirize this? Uh, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Everything, oh, cost of living, coronavirus, the 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 war, and God, my God, we're not getting, I mean, like, yeah, it's going to be, but but again, like, I actually think the, 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 the episodes that he, he does it well, like the ones are when they're not utterly bleak, they're weirdly bleak. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think uh, the, the kind of USS Callister was a really big one. And um, I think, sh- uh, not Shut Up and Dance, that was a dark one. Um, San Junipero, which is actually quite a beautiful love story. Um, you know, I think he's, I think leaning back into those, because the last series was a bit odd, I think, from memory. Yeah. Um, uh, Umbrella Academy. Season oh, three yeah. got a trailer. Did you watch the trailer? Uh, I have not watched the trailer. No, no, it's pretty good. I mean, uh, like again, um, I remember this show and the boys started very similar times, totally very different. One from Netflix, yep. one from Amazon. And what I like is both of these series. I I couldn't decide which one I preferred after season one. I still couldn't des- decide which one I preferred after season two. Although I think the boys season two was better than Umbrella season two. Yeah, but. I'm equally as excited for both yeah, of these because season of, threes. Oh, oh, oh yeah, because of course we got a boys trailer as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Where I, I was really excited. The, for the that advertising's trailer. really novel, for that, isn't it? It's very innovative, isn't it? And the way they, they they put all the different stuff out for the boys. Yeah. Um, no, it is. It is. It's but really it's funny. A bit weird, but I liked this traditional trailer though. I liked it. But in the trailer, they they say something like, "Oh, Homelanders has got something wrong with them." I'm like, "No fucking shit! We knew that from the first <laughs> series, the first episode." What? Um. <sighs> Uh, anything else spiderhead trailer do you see that that was pretty good no. it's miles teller um what's he called chris hemsworth looks pretty good very brad pitt-esque that guy now oh okay yeah it's very good um and in love death and robots series three's just dropped on netflix which i'm a binge just after this recording so awesome also, have fun with that also just as we've been recording a mate of mine you'll like this a mate of mine i've got a wee dad joke for you here uh i was gonna say your surname oh, but i'm that. gonna say your actual uh bowman <laughs> so um she she texted saying um, a mate of mine she was like oh do you want to go bouldering and then i got a text two minutes after being like actually scratch that my nails are too long and i might, <laughs> I might comment against scratch that i might be like scratch it eh that's terrible. That's atrocious. Nails. Yeah, I got it. Oh. That's terrible. Oh. Do you like it? You know when um do you know when you're on a Zoom call with somebody? Do you like it when they look directly into the little eye camera like me now? No. Or do I don't you prefer like it when you look at their screen? You look at the eye camera and talk. Um Are you doing it now? Yeah, I am. But I'm wearing I'm wearing glasses, so you might not be able to tell. What do you mean? I might the see-through transparent lenses that you use. No, to there's see a reflection. Through. I can see my mean? face. I can see my face, and I can see there's like reflections around where my eyes are. It's because you're an aviator. That's why. 
Alex, I'm going to um, sing uh, or to hum the theme of Danger Zone, and you're going to have to tell the audience members what to do next. Well, now what they've got to do is no, sing it, sing it. No, I, I did that last week. I'm not doing it twice. No, no, you didn't. You didn't do it two weeks ago. Sing it, motherfucker. Do, no. Do, 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 do. Well, I, I'll just keep interrupting with the intro for it with the bass. Synth. We'll be here for a very long time. Right now, what they got to do is go on to the Apple Podcast app, find us on there, give us a five star rating if you please, leave us a review if you want. If you don't want to review us, you can tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie podcast. We like podcast. No, that's us. No, uh, your favorite movie soundtrack. That's the one you you did. You did off my rhythm. Uh, we love to see you and hear all of it. We're on loads of other platforms such as Spotify. And if you want to get more directly in touch with us, we have an email address as well. Don't we? Do highway to the motions pod at gmail.com. See, that's how you do it. Okay, fine. You're a better, you're, you're, you're a better man than me. Whatever. Alex is going to rap it next week, aren't you, Alex? He isn't. He absolutely is not. I don't have a rapping bone in my body, mate. Yes, but you do have a funny bone because of, because of um, funny. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing next week? Oh, everything, everywhere, all at once. No, we haven't decided. Well, we might, that. we might do we it. Might do that. We'll I'm going to go see it. And you're going to see it. I'm, I'm going to try. And um, if we if we don't chat about it, I'll give a I'll, I'll give like a two second review. Fine. I'll That's be like, a fair compromise. I'll, I'll be like, I saw it and it was the thing. It was what I thought of it. It was really good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, we will speak to you again next week. But until then, goodbye now. All right, guys. Ta ta. Bye.